five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Nice to be in orbit. Good morning, good afternoon, and yes, all you beautiful listeners, good evening. If you're listening in the evening, I like to think we have some listeners in the evening that they're, you know, they're winding down. Yeah, they've got, they've got their, they've got their, their, you know, hot toddy or whatever. Their beverage of choice. They're, they're listening in the bathtub, like lots oh, of bubbles. Oh, dude, right? the candles. Yeah. Yes. Maybe a crackling right. fire out in the living room. Yes. Feet up. You know, because our listeners are luxurious. Yeah, we have luxurious listeners. Yeah, we have great listeners, dude. The listeners we really have been, do. They've been very kind about this show. They have. They have. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy because we can. Ted, how are you, my man? I love how you turned on the light specifically <laughs> so I'd be able to see your face. Yeah. And I think the only thing it managed to do was make your glasses more visible. Yeah, it's funny how I've <laughs> I've never moved my setup. Even though yeah, every time we you, record you don't care. we remark on how bad it is. And yet like I really don't <laughs> care. Um I'm okay to answer your question. I'm just okay. Yes. You know, yeah. um adult life, as you know, is kind of <laughs> relentlessly complicated. It and really is. This week ins has and felt, outs. Yeah, ins and outs, man. This week has felt especially complicated. Some some high highs, some low lows, everything yep. in between. So I'm I have okay. had I've had a low low week. I've been really? sick for over a week. Oh, I'm sorry like, to hear that, baby. Legit sick, and you can probably hear the remnants of it in my voice. I can a little bit, but but it's uh, I had like a f- bad fever for a couple of days, and then literally yeah. the next day had a head cold like it was one two tyson punch no that's brutal and i'm just now recovering sorry Um, to hear it baby i had to cancel our 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 recording session i know dude couldn't do it i knew you were really in a bad way when that happened because you're you're the pro's pro you know (laughs) yeah that's right that's right i would have loved to see what would have happened you know cluck cluck on fever medication actually would be very interesting that would have been Um, a fascinating experiment it really would (laughs) um but yeah maybe next time you know what else is a fascinating experience ted what's that is uh, a little April Fool's Day joke that Burger King pulled in 1988. <laughs> of course, I mean, who doesn't okay. have a Burger King 1988 story dialed up? I mean, know? I mean, if you, I mean, are you actually a kid of the 90s if you don't? <laughs> right. So in 1998, Burger King took out a full page ad in USA Today introducing a Whopper designed especially for lefties. Uh, the new the new burger would contain the same ingredients as the original, yeah. but rotated 180 degrees. <laughs> Thousands of customers swarmed Burger King restaurants requesting the yeah. left-handed Whopper. <laughs> wow, that's fascinating, dude. You know what I miss, dude? What I miss stupid marketing things like that. That like oh yeah, everybody involved knows that it's stupid, but people just kind of go with it and have some fun with it. Like uh, here's another '90s marketing thing that was dumb. Like Clear Pepsi. Do you remember Clear oh, Pepsi? I remember. I remember that. Yeah. 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 It, it tasted the out. same, but it was clear. It was you know it was a big fat failure, I think. But uh, but it was yeah. kind of a fun time. Just kind of shameless. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I feel like now. With everything kind of being critiqued so quickly, uh, people are afraid to take swings like that. 
You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, for fear that they're just going to get lit up on social media or whatever. I feel like the the social media-esque like, cancel culture that we're kind of living in has mm-hmm. really stifled creativity. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it has. Because, because I, I think some of the some of the coolest stuff that we've gotten over the last couple of decades have really been people just like trying something crazy for the sake of trying something crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. Everybody's weighing the cost of things and everybody's doing a lot of audience kind of feedback analysis on the front end and it's yeah. it's shutting a lot of things down, you know. Right. Um right. there's a lot of things that we experienced that if they were to roll around now, we probably would have never experienced them, you know, because yeah. people yeah. would have been scared. But um, I'm glad, Josh. And I, I was having this conversation with my parents. What was it in reference to? Oh, the NFL draft. Uh, did you watch the draft last night? The first draft? I did draft? not watch the draft. I was seeing updates coming into my phone, though. Dude, here's a thing that you should know about me, and I don't think we've discussed this in our mm-hmm. in our young friendship yet. I am a psycho for the NFL draft. <laughs> I watch every minute friendship. <laughs> of all the coverage. Dude, my parents, this is a cool my parents thing. Yeah. They let me stay home from school when I was a kid to watch it. Really? Yeah. They they and they and they never did that. You know, they were very yeah, like sure. hardcore about about school, but they let me stay home to watch it. And the draft was so cool in the 80s and 90s. It was just like it was always Radio City Music Hall in New York. Mm. And each team had a table and atop each table was a helmet phone. So it was the helmet of that team, but the top of it was the phone. Wow. And that was where the pick came in. And dude, for a kid in the 90s or the 80s, it was just magical. Oh, Like of course. it was a magical You're viewing You're just waiting experience. for that helmet phone to ring. Yeah, and the and draft your is... your entire dreams come true. It was such a circus last night. It was really? like outdoors. They, they had like magicians and jugglers and a crappy band, and it was just cacophonous and what awful. In the world. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous, dude. And, and every time Goodell comes up to make a pick, he's got some person with him who's representing some cause that they're talking about for a minute and a half, and it just sucked. Yeah. I'm anyway, sorry. sorry to take that's, it dark. And it just sucked. All that to say. Exactly. <laughs> Folks, this sucked. has been Cluck. Subscribe, rate, review. Yeah. All right. We're going to try to get some of the air back into the sales on this on this episode because I've got something for you this time, Ted. Later, and it's going to be a little ghetto and janky in how we make it work. Mm. But I'm going to quiz you, Ted, yeah. on um, choice songs that I have compiled personally. All right. For you, okay. Now here's the game, right? There used to be a. Dude, did you make me a mixtape? Is this I a, made you? I made you a mixtape. Is this a next level friendship thing? Can you share this that is, with me on Spotty? Uh, I I probably can. Yeah. I I made it on Apple, but okay, I can I make you. it on Spotify too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's affectionately called Ted's Quiz. Okay, right. Great. I was gonna do Josh and Ted's uh, most excellent adventure, but I figure we're not to that point just yet. <laughs> I don't think yet. we are. I don't think we're at okay. homaging. You know, eighties movies. Not quite. Yeah. Not not quite. We don't we we don't have a couple name yet. Exactly. <laughs> okay. But we will um, have a Christmas letter. I mean, we will. We will. Hopefully, works. with a gorgeous gorgeous picture. Got to book the photo um, shoot. You know. We do. We do. We got to find that cornfield. Exactly. Um. So basically, there used to be a, and I forget the name of the TV show, but people older than me will uh, will remember it. But there used to be a a show where. You kind of made this bet with the other contestants. I can guess the song in this many notes. Yeah, it's called Name right? That Tune. Name That Tune. There mm-hmm. we go. Thank you. See, yeah. Ted, perfect. All right, so this is basically going to be as close to Name That Tune as I can get 
by holding my speaker of my phone next to my microphone. <laughs> Dude, I love it. This is okay. great. I get to listen to some music on the show. You this get to listen to time. some music, yeah. and I am I am hoping, I'm hoping that the there are songs in here I have curated that you're going to be able to get. I yeah. think there's going to be some obvious yeah. ones. There might be some outliers. Now let's let's do one more minute of prep and setup here. Okay. Are these songs that you've chosen because you feel that they are emblematic of some aspect of my character? Or have you chosen them because you feel as though they're just songs that I would like? Um, yeah, no, it's more songs that I... I <laughs> it's yeah, neither I, of those two things that I laid I dissected out. your... I did a character study, and there's a lot... Yeah, there's a lot of Pink Floyd. There's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> no, uh, basically, this is just songs that I think... I think you either have heard or you have listened to and that yeah. you're like, yeah, no, that's a solid jam and I think yeah. you can get it. Well, let's get into okay. it, dude. I'm, I'm excited. So you get you get max points for naming the the title track and the artist. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, just half points if you just get one of the two. Got okay? it, dude. Yeah. Okay. We're going to... We're gonna try this. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it hold it next to my mic here. I love it. High and, tech uh, studio work. Oh, hey, you know what? This is how we roll. That's right. right? You know, you need this, a you need a little wooden studio with like you know very curated hipster. Uh, things sponsored in it. by Moog. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Hundred yeah, percent, I do. A place where you can uh, reflect and have wonderment over the things that you've yes. just written. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I call it the, the Grumpy House. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Naming your space, yeah. too. Um, love That's that. perfect. Yeah. All right. So this is for our listeners also. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yep. Song number one. Yep. Uh, got it. Uh, Steve Winwood. That's just the way it is. Or no, Bruce Hornsby so, in the range. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Attaway. Bruce Hornsby in the range. That's just the way it is, dude. I was a huge Bruce Hornsby guy. He's a great piano player. Oh is my this gosh, not one dude. of the greatest piano riffs ever, dude. Hold I on. I miss. I miss sort of that gear of music. You know what I mean? They're they're. You're not seeing songs like that anymore. The drum beat comes in. Yeah, that's dude. That's the way it is. Oh, so good. Okay, nice, voice, nice job. Nice job, Ted. Yeah, well done. You. Well done. Okay. Um. I'm going to put a limit on this one. You got to get this in like less than three seconds. Yeah, lay it on me. All right, you ready? Yeah. Oh, kickstart my heart, Motley. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, that song was such a part of my teenage years. Oh. Yeah, dude. Shoot that into my veins directly. Dude. I played drums to this in high school and just oh, just destroyed my cymbals. I wish I could play drums. Maybe maybe one day you'll teach me. And I one can, day I I'll can... teach you. You know what? You know it's gonna be like the Patrick Swayze. I'm gonna be like behind you, like holding your hands, like around yeah. you, like all right, Ted. You know, two <laughs> like and four, a ghost. Yeah. one, one yeah. and three, right? <laughs> exactly. Instead of pottery, I'll be teaching you how to play drums. Um, that'd be amazing. And maybe maybe yeah. persona wise, I can go like full Tommy Lee in the hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half maybe of my that's life our here. Christmas card. Is, there you is go. us behind a drum set, like a little Pam and yeah. Tommy kind of motif. oh my gosh (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly exactly like that (laughs) all right ted you're doing well you're doing well all right yeah all right ted and our listeners here's the next one yeah oh jump van halen dude van halen was one of the first 
rock bands that I really remember loving as like a kid. Um, oh, yeah. So that that record, 1984, came out. The one with the kind of James Deeney, like toddler angel ripping yep. a cig. Yep. Iconic yep. cover art. Um, love the band. Love their sounds. Uh, really enjoy Van Halen. Still do. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't you can't beat the drummer guitar brother duo. No, like, dude, that just, was so much fun. Special man. They made big anthemic oh, radio yeah. songs, like they big did. radio rock, and I loved it. So, where are you on the singer change with Van Halen? Do you, uh, where are you with Sammy? It doesn't really bother me. Like, See, to I me, think Sammy's voice is fantastic. Yeah, I do too. It doesn't bother me. And and to me, like, the band is the sound of the instruments. When I think of okay, Van Halen, okay. interesting. I think of that iconic kind of high gloss sound. And yeah. that to me is what Van Halen is more than the vocals. Sure, Yeah. sure. Although Sammy, I got to say, Sammy Hagar's solo career, the uh, 55 Stay Alive. Yeah. Or, not, 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 not. He, he wrote it because of 55 Stay Alive. Yeah. I Can't Drive 55. Yeah. No, it's a nice right? song. Oh, it's yeah. Such a great song. Yeah. Right? All right, Ted, here's one a little bit more on the outskirts. Okay. All right, Ted and our listeners, here you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, I need, a, got? I need a few seconds with this one. Oh yeah, simply the best, Tina Turner. That away, dude. That here's away. some here's it's some real talk. That's a song that I love, and I know it's probably not cool to love that song. It's cheesy. It's been used in ads, whatever. I really sure. enjoy it, dude. It's a good song. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't. We should we shouldn't apologize for liking popular songs. There's a reason they're popular. It's well, they're the, 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 good. The, the thing about that song, unless it's Imagine Dragons, and I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, no, okay, I can't yeah, do that either. Yeah, the thing yeah. about that song, like headspace wise. I always imagined that she was singing it about me. Like, of course I, you I, were. I wanted somebody yes. to think that I was simply the best, which is probably yeah. like broken spiritually, but it's well, something that nevertheless I did I did want that. You know. Yes, we we all did. Yeah. We all did. But yeah. Ted Ted, maybe maybe this can be the Cluck podcast theme song. Maybe we are simply the best. <laughs> simply the, better than all the rest, Josh. Better than all the better rest. Better than anyone, right? Anyone I've yes. ever met. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. There's no podcast that even compares no. to what we're the, the quality the that we're putting out. Yeah, that we are putting yeah. out on here, right? Absolutely. Uh, all right. All right. Ted, here's here's one. I, I, I'm excited for this one because I'm going to play it for you. Okay. And then I want you to share some backstory on why I put this in the playlist. I love this. This this okay. kind of exercise is what I most want to be doing most yes. of the time. Yeah. Yes. All right, so, so, yes. Okay, here we go. This is for you and our listeners. Oh, yeah, the warrior, Patti Smith and Savage. I love it, dude. Now, Ted... <laughs> why, why did I put this in the playlist? This was why my... did, when, I saw, when I saw this, I thought, ooh, I have to put this in there for Ted. That was my ring walk song during my one-match professional wrestling career. <laughs> yes, yes. Which was, was the biggest career mistake I ever made. No, okay, life. you can't just leave you can't just leave the audience hanging. You gotta you yeah. gotta tell them like so I wrote how, a did, book. how did this come about? Yeah, I wrote a book about professional wrestling. I trained at Dan the Beast Severn's professional wrestling academy in Coldwater, Michigan. Yes. And um I wrestled a match. I was the great American author. Um, 
and my finishing move was the tenure track. And uh, <laughs> what was this move? It was just walk, a DDT because it was easy. Yeah, okay. It was a DDT or a choke slam. Okay, um, all right. My opponent was Butthole Nick Vandermolen. Uh, of course it was. Who's a, who's a, a friend to this day. Um, and we, we had a lot of fun with it. So, uh, yeah, but, but that song, I don't remember how I like stumbled upon it, but it struck me as like uh, analogous to the song that like Hulk Hogan used to walk out to, um, yeah. uh, it, which was, yeah, just kind of soaring and anthemic and kind of um, patriotic. I don't know. Yeah, it was right. a good time. So this begs the question now, Ted. Yeah. If we had to be a a a podcast professional wrestling duo team, yeah, what's our song? Ooh, I think what's what's our walk up song? Like it's dark, yeah. right? And then you hear this start playing, and the crowd goes nuts. Dude, right? what about Kickstart My Heart? And we come in on motorcycles. Oh, we come down that bro. little ramp. And uh, we roar in on motorcycles. Yeah, like the whole the arena gets dark, and then when the drums kick in, a little pyro, a little a little pyrotechnics, and we come roaring down that ramp, dude. Yep. And then and then like like we never like our stick is that we never stop to talk. We get in that ring and we just start. Dude, we like run into the ring and we and and we fly under the bottom rope and kind of slide in and start slide in, get up and just start going stone cold on everybody. Let me ask you a question: scale of one to ten. Okay. How much did you like professional wrestling when you were a kid in your professional wrestling phase? You know what I mean. You probably went through the phase for like two years. How much did you love it? Here's here's the thing. 100% 100% honest? Yeah. My folks didn't let us watch professional wrestling. Oh, as what kids. a bummer. Yeah, cuz you're you're enough younger than me that wrestling was kind of seedy when you were a little kid. Yeah, I so I grew up during the like the bad boy era or like yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like old Hulk Hogan, yeah. uh Stone Cold, yeah. uh, kind of his, you know, yeah. um The Rock had like just showed up. Yeah. Um although yeah, yeah that uh, he might even have been a little later. Yeah. But I I kind of wish like there's something about it now where, like, I for some reason I I never liked a page or anything like that, but I'll yeah. just get WWE highlights on my phone. Nice. But it's like everything from like the the late '90s and before. Yeah, and I'll just sit there and watch it, and I'm just like, it's super this fun, is, dude. This is super fun, and yeah, like, there's some in, there's some there's some legitimately impressive stunts that these guys do, dude. So I'll say this, and I know it. Because I was a kid then, but also because I wrote a book about it. Like, there was a stretch from, like, 1984 through, like, 1992 where professional wrestling was so fun. It yeah. was still kind of cartoonish. Yeah. They hadn't gone super Attitude Era and, like, dark with it. Right. Um, it was so fun, man. And, like, there was a nighttime show called Saturday Night's Made Event. Uh, and then there was, like, a Tuesday night show or whatever. And that was appointment viewing for like little kid me. I loved it. My cousin loved it. We watched it together. It was a You're blast. With your dude. bowl of cereal, like yeah, face dude, with five inches from the face, TV. five inches from the TV, dreaming the static about static on your cheeks. Yeah, and we're talking guys like Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Brutus the Barber, yeah. Beefcake, Hogan, Macho yep. Man, Randy Savage, Leaping Lanny Poffo, who I interviewed for the book. Macho um, Man, Randy Savage. Oh, he was great, dude. And those guys were so like horrendously steroidal you know they all died when they were like 38 you know (laughs) but 100 they were fun to watch rick flair rick yeah yeah dude the nature boy rick flair 
Um, so Ric Flair was in the NWA, uh, which was sort of a, it was an Atlanta based thing that was kind of skeevier and a little bit less high gloss than, than the WWF. Um, but no less fun. Um, their, their wrestlers were a little bit fatter, a little bit less steroidal. Um, but it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Well, let's continue our good time here, Ted, with our next uh, entry into the little quiz here. All right, Ted and our listeners, here we go. Oh, Paradise City. Yeah. Where the grass is green and the girls are pretty, Josh. That's right. This record played a big role in my life. Yeah, the big drums, dude. It's it, dude, it, look, dude, it comes. Keep down it going the until the drums. guitars kick in for me, if you would. I will. Yeah, I love the big drums. Yeah. That so, like raspy trashy dirt metal like dude vocals. let me let me tell you the backstory of me and this record okay um when i was a kid so like 1987 this article yeah. came out so i was 11 okay or 12 i was just starting to lift it might have been yeah. 88 89 i don't oh, remember it, dude, but great lifting music yeah so i read this feature in sports illustrated about this left tackle named tony mandrich yep and he was a michigan state guy also super steroidal but in the, the the article made mention of the fact that he always listened to Appetite for Destruction when he lifted. Right. And I was like, done. I'm in. Yeah. So That's I bought it do. and it became like my my lifting track for much yep. of high school. Um, yep. great record, man. Great so record. Great record. Dude, what's your All favorite right. B side track from that record? Are oh, you a Mr. Brownstone man. guy or a or a Rocket Queen guy or where where are you at on the B sides? That's a great question. Yeah. Let me think. Um, was knocking on heaven's door on that one? No, I think that was the next one. Was that the next one, dude? Here I am, your rocket queen. I might be a little young, but honey, I ain't naive. Yeah, yeah, that's dude. solid. Uh, that's solid. Yeah, rocket queen, dude. Uh, I might have to give it to night train. Oh, night train was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night train, night train's. A, I'm on a night yeah, train, a ready one. to crash and burn. I'll yep. never learn. Oh, dude, Solid. I want to listen to that record right now. I'm there you chills. go. Yeah. There you go. It's, it's a good it. record. Good record. Okay. All right. All right. Here's the next one. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, Even Flow, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Dude, here's the story behind that record. <laughs> if you were like a teenager or a guy in your early 20s in the 90s, yeah, that record just showed up in your life. Probably multiple oh, yeah. copies. To this day, I don't know where it came from. I had one in my car. I had one in my house. Yeah. I wasn't even like the hugest fan of the record. I was a bigger fan of like the idea of Pearl Jam. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, sure. sure. Um, but I did. I, I really like that song. Oh, um, it's a great song. And, and actually, there is there is a weird crossover. Like I want to see a Venn diagram of the crossover between Eddie Vedder and the Swedish chef from the, the, the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. <laughs> actually, the last track on that record... Uh, it's a song called Release. It's kind of a drone jam. Hey, are you familiar with Release? Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's the song I want played at my funeral. Really? And it's a dude, it's a big father son song. Oh, no. Um, you're going to wreck me. So, yeah, vis a vis getting wrecked by father son stuff lately. That's one you'll right. need to listen to. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds oh, good. dear dad, can you see me now? I am myself like you somehow. Wow. I'll ride the wave where it takes me. 
I hold the pain, release me. Ugh. Yeah, dude. They but don't write songs like that no more. Yeah, I know it. They don't. It's good stuff. Shout out Eddie okay. Vedder. Shout out Eddie. Shout out Eddie Vedder. He needs all the shout outs he can get. Yeah. He knows it. All right, next song. Here we go. This one, I'm going a little old school on this one. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Lay it on me. Here we go. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, that's Kiss. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made Holy for loving crap. me. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Dude, Shoot it into my veins. You're cranking. You're driving down yeah. the road in your truck. <laughs> window <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, here's what's crazy. So, I was just in Louisville last week, and I got a Jones to listen to that song in the car on the way up, and I cranked it, and that so riff good. just got like lodged into my subconscious. The you know, oh, like, yeah. it's yeah. so great, it's so fun. I was made for loving you, baby. Such a great song. I can't get enough great of you, song. baby. Can you get enough of me? Oh, what a great cranking, rhetorical dude. question. You that as a, loud as you can. As loud as yeah. you can. So good, dude. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is this is a good one. Uh, I love this game. Oh, I love it too. And by the way, let me let me just hat tip you for what an amazing job you've done of like You've curated a list of all of the songs that like delight me for different reasons. Yes. I'm delighted I, I, by this list. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. I'm yeah, so glad. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ted yeah. and listeners. Next one. Yeah. Uh, rat. Right? Yep. Round and round. Round and round. Yeah. Uh, Love will find a way, Josh. Just give it time. Um, dude. Like... I was like a more like BA name than Rat yeah, with two dude. T's. It's like, hey, what should we what should we name our band, guys? How about Rat? Dude, my enduring memory of Rat is not even so much the music; it's the T-shirts. You know what I mean? So like, oh, I never sure. had a Rat T-shirt yeah. myself, but my cousin had some. Guys at my high school had them. Rat had some iconic T-shirts, and and yeah, the name the name alone. I wasn't the hugest Rat guy as a fan, but like, sure. If you're in high school in the 80s and 90s, that song was just in your life, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. It was in the ether. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was always being played. Mm. Um, as with this next entry, here All we right. go. Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden. Wow. Yeah. That took you. That, that took, took me like you, a half a second. That took you like three seconds. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> These songs were such a huge part of my life, and yeah. Here's the thing. Well, I, these are the songs that are like on my playlist, like, yeah. like when I'm driving around. My my experience with Soundgarden was like, I, I appreciate them more now than I did back then, is the sure, way that I'll say sure, it. Sure, sure, and like, yeah. their songs were a little too downbeat for me back then. I was looking for something different. But man, Chris Cornell as a vocalist, as just a guitar player, as a rock star... Like yeah. I, I started getting a few years ago into all of Cornell's covers, and he's done some amazing covers. Just a singular talent, dude. What a beast! Oh yeah, dude. So great Ted, head of hair I'm, too. Oh, great head of hair, mm-hmm. Ted. I have, I have, uh, I have a lot more in this playlist. Let's keep going. Okay. I'm having fun with this. 
Okay, but but what I was gonna say uh-huh. is, are you having enough fun with this to make this a two-parter episode? Uh, yes, I am. So we can wrap this one and then do more and then of it do, for the second, and then do a two-parter yeah. where the next episode is the second half of this playlist. I love it, dude. I'm so in on that idea. I couldn't be more in on it. Okay. All yeah. right. So that's what we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen. And we we we're sorry if you if you hated this segment. You're gonna get a whole other. Why would they hate it? Like, What's to hate about I it? Don't, I don't know. I absolutely love yeah. it. Right. So, Ted, before we get going today, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna pause on Black Hole Sun. Okay. Right, and then we're gonna get into the uh, second half of the playlist next week. Yeah, I love um, it. But before we hop off, I want to do a little cluck or suck with you because it, that's how we end our episodes. Yeah. Ted, cluck or suck. Um, autobiographies. Uh well, so like somebody, somebody, right? Yeah. Like the concept of an autobiography. Yeah. Somebody writing it about themselves. They're not. They're <laughs> yeah. not dead yet. Yeah. But they no. think you. You know what? You know what this. You know world what the world needs? needs. Yeah. Is a, is the story of me. Yeah. Okay. Right? So, I have a complicated relationship with autobiographies because okay. I've I've ghostwritten several of them for famous people. Which is why I threw it on here. <laughs> Which has typically been a miserable experience for me. Like sure, it's not sure, been fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's only been fun once or twice, and in in the the level of fun that it is is kind of at odds with how famous the person is. So like the yeah, less famous a person is, the more fun it is to do the book. Anyway, um, I I actually I enjoy reading them. Okay. I enjoy reading a well-done autobiography. Like, for example, I'm reading Andre Agassi's right now, and it's really good. Even though I'm not a tennis player, I'm not even a huge tennis fan, yeah. it's really well-written. It was written by a real guy, like a real writer, and he did a good job with it. So, um, so yeah, I'm in. Uh, okay. They cluck. They Autobiographies, cluck they cluck for me. All right. What about you? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think they cluck as long as... I think as long as they get most of the time, as yeah. long as they get somebody else to write it, yeah, for sure. Because if if you got the people that are just basically this is my this this is the memoir of my life, yeah, and they're just writing it next to their pool in like Vegas, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it just, it's going to be a hot trash. Yeah, you can't do it yourself. I mean, no, you wouldn't you, you wouldn't perform your own open heart surgery, you know? So <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't <laughs> no, bring it bring in a pro. It's always a good idea. <laughs> it's always a good idea. That's right. <laughs> Um, so, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for listening. This was, this was a fun app. It was. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next step because I've got a lot of a lot of really good good stuff coming up, too. I love it, baby. Um, so you know where to find us, everybody. We are on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Cluckcast. Now that Elon Musk has uh, bought Twitter, man, we're wow. going to get all the followers. Look That'll at that. be fascinating, won't it? It'll be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm yeah. predicting not much change at all. Yeah. Um, so we thank you all for listening. We will catch you on the next episode of Cluck later. Later.